Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dispatches from Elsewhere is a podcast sharing audio from the past, present, future, and never. <coughs> Hello, Journal. My name is Sarah. I got you for my birthday today so I can record my life. Rakeem down the hall had one, and it seemed fun, so I asked Mama for one of my very own. It came in a pretty golden box and came with a card that Papa made himself. The front had a unicorn with a robot riding it. Inside it read, To our beautiful Sarah, one day you'll find your own robot best friend and get rid of smelly Liz. Love, Mama and Papa. It was so great. I didn't even miss the cake. Mama says we couldn't spare the ingredients and we didn't have the eggs anyway. The people on the news say the city has a lot of shortages. But we had lots of fried fish, and Mama even found a chocolate bar. She wanted it just for me, but stupid Hiram whined, so I decided to share. I was mostly full anyway. I'd eaten three whole fillets. We all had some, and I even had a few squares left over, for if I get sad again. Thanks for talking, Journal. Let's do it again sometime. Hi, Journal. How have you been? Good. I'm doing great. Baba and Grandma came to visit. They showed up late at night and were talking to Mama and Papa in whispers. I woke up and sneaked out to listen. Later they told me it was because they wanted to wish me a happy birthday. But they live hours away and always just send me a present and talk on the phone. But I overheard them, remember? Baba told Papa it was because their apartment building was shelled by the National Army. I think it means it was blowed up. I'll ask Rakeem later. The adults, Mama, Papa, Baba, and Grandma, all try to act like things are okay, but they aren't. The National Army keeps blowing things up. I hope the Unionists stop them. Baba says General Carver is really smart, so maybe she can stop them. I hope she will. What's up, Journal? Things are going awful. A Nationalist bomber blew up my school. They were planning the bomb early in the morning, but someone saw it and reported it to the police. No, not the state police. Mama says they're too corrupt. The city police. <sighs> the city police tried to arrest them, but the bomb went off and blowed up everybody. I almost got blowed up too! But now the school is condemned and I have to stay home with stupid Hiram. Now I'll never see my friends. I wanted to show you off to Rachel and Georgette. They would think you're so cool, Journal. And now I have to stay home and Baba and Grandma will be our teachers. But Grandma is a biology professor and I'm bad at science. I hope she knows other stuff too, like history and art. Baba brought his violin and said he'd teach me how to play it. I have to be gentle, but I can do that. I was gentle when I caught that butterfly in the spring. Mama told the neighbors they could send their kids over too, so it won't be just me and Hiram. It might be nice to have a class with Rakeem, though. I miss my teachers. And my friends. We'll talk again soon, Journal. Hi, Journal! Things were scary last night. I was asleep in my bed and the air raid siren started going. Wee-oo, wee-oo! Baba grabbed me, and I grabbed you. Then we ran down the stairs with everyone and went into the basement. We had our own bomb shelter. The basement used to be full of junk, but I guess the grown-ups had cleaned it out and gotten it ready with chairs, mattresses, and some bottled water. Soon, there were explosions. Pew, pew, pew. And the whole building shook. 
I was really scared. But we all huddled together and Papa stroked my hair. Mama said the bombs weren't for us. The pilots were aiming at the factories and military camps. Baba said that they would be missing plenty, though. I closed my eyes and tried to think about anything else. Hiram was crying, and all I could do was wait for us to get hurt. Every time the building shook, I thought it was going to collapse. Why couldn't they just leave us alone? We aren't soldiers. The Unionists weren't even helping us. They were hiding in their own shelters. I thought soldiers were supposed to protect us. I'm looking at my window journal. The buildings across the street are gone. All five are just a big pile of rubble. Rescuers are out there digging out people. Mama says the people should be okay because they were in basements. The sirens warned everyone in time. I'm gonna go sit with Grandma. Bye, journal. Hey, journal. Sorry we haven't talked in so long. Three days! Stupid Hiram hid you and it took a while for me to find you. I kicked him in the shin, though. My neighbors across the street were mostly okay. I think maybe ten people had to go to the hospital. Papa said nobody died. I'm not so sure. I was afraid they wouldn't have anywhere to go, but Baba said the mayor had refugee camps for people who couldn't stay with family. So I guess that's okay. Ugh. Grandma is making us do times tables for math, even though we told her Miss Ortiz taught us a different way. It's so dumb, and now I get them confused. I was no good at math before, and now Grandma's making me worse. It's not all bad, Journal. Everyone is so stressed, but at least we're all together. Rakim's grandpas are on across the river, and all the bridges were blowed up weeks ago, so they can't even visit. Sometimes they call, or even video call, but it's not the same. I keep seeing Rakim trying not to cry. I wish he would, though. I always feel better after I cry. I'm sure they'll be fine, but I understand Rakim's worry. I'd be sad if Baba and Grandma couldn't visit me. His grandpas were really nice, too. They gave me a silver bell when they visited last Christmas. The noise it made was so beautiful. Maybe if I find it, I can cheer up Rakim. Okay, let's talk later, Journal. I've got a mission. Hi, Journal. It's late, and I can't sleep. I'm afraid the bombers will come back. I keep having nightmares that they do and blow up the apartment. Then I'm falling and get stuck under a beam, and no one finds me. Mama and Papa and even Hiram run past, calling my name, but they don't see me and I can't talk, like all my air is gone and it won't come back. And then I wake up all shivery and sweaty. It's gross. I wish I could fight. I'm too little to do anything. I wish I could do things like General Carver. Any day now she'll push the National Army back and they won't bomb us anymore. That's what everyone says, but Mama said they wouldn't bomb apartments. I don't know. I can't sleep like this journal. I'm gonna go downstairs to the basement and sleep on a cot. That way the bombs can't get me. See you in the morning! Hi journal! Good morning! I had to get up early today because I didn't want Mama and Papa to worry about me sleeping in the basement. I feel much better now though. Today Mama and Grandma are taking me to the market. A bunch of trucks made it through the blockade, so we finally get some different food. I miss bacon. 
I can't take you with me, though. Mama is afraid someone will try to steal you. I'm sorry, but she's probably right. I saw Gretchen from down the street get her shoes stolen off her feet by an older girl the week before school got blowed up. People are crazy out there. I don't want to lose you. We'll talk later today, okay? Bye, journal. Hi, journal. We're back from the market. The buses don't run anymore, so we rode bikes. We passed lots of blowed up buildings and even a place where a bomb had made a crater in the street. There were people digging in the mess still, but they weren't the rescue workers. No hard hats or orange vests. Grandma said they were scavengers, looking for anything useful they could use or sell. I don't know how anyone could use the junk in the buildings. It was all smashed up. The streets around the market were full of people. We left the bikes in a fenced lot and paid a man with a big gun to protect them. There were already a bunch of bikes in the lot, and even a few cars. I thought all the gas was gone. I guess some people have saved some. We walked through the crowds of people. Everyone was pushing and shouting and trying to get into the market. There were soldiers forcing people to form lines. They shouted even louder and I saw one hit a man with the back of his gun. It was scary. We walked in and tried to buy things. Mama was running around trying to get things before it was all gone. People started fighting over the food because it was going so quickly. One man hit another in the face. Someone stomped on Grandma's foot. Soon they were all hurting each other. I took Grandma's hand and we pushed our way out. A woman running past elbowed me in the face. My lip is all swollen. Mama disappeared into the crowd, but Grandma just kept pulling me away. The soldiers started throwing gas grenades. It made my eyes sting and breathing hurt. I saw a little boy get pushed to the ground, his forehead covered in blood. <sighs> We made it back to the parking lot. The man was there with his big gun, and two new women were there, too. One held a bat. Another held a smaller gun. They led us inside the fence, and we waited for Mama. People ran by to escape the gas and fighting. It was so scary. And I even heard gunfire. We waited and waited. I tried to be brave, but I couldn't. Grandma held me, and I cried like a baby. We sat on the lot, and I buried my head on her shoulder. Tons of people ran by, and I kept looking for Mama. It must have been hours, but she finally appeared, carrying a bag of groceries. Her shirt was torn, and a sandal was missing. I ran through the fence and embraced her. She was sweating and shivery. We walked back to the lot, and she collapsed and started crying. And I started crying again, and then Grandma did, too. We sat there for just a little bit, and finally, after we all calmed down, we got on our bikes and headed home. It was almost dark when we finally got home. Everyone was so worried, and then Mama realized she'd lost her phone. Soon we were upstairs, and Papa and Baba started cooking dinner with the food we brought back. It smelled so good. I didn't realize how hungry I was until then. I hadn't eaten breakfast. We ate stew with lots of vegetables and bits of beef in it. I ate two bowls. <sighs> it's late, Journal. I'm gonna head downstairs to sleep in the basement now. We'll talk later. Good night. The air raid sirens didn't go off. I can hear the bombs falling and soldiers shooting back. The bombs keep coming. No one's coming down. Where are they? 
Can't they hear the explosions? Static was written by Ben McGinnis. The voice of Sarah was Susie Guatney. Special thanks to Catherine McGinnis. And hey, thanks. <laughs>